This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. The 1963 Loyola University Ramblers are known for more than just their NCAA championship. At the height of the civil rights era, the team challenged racial barriers in collegiate sports and changed college basketball for the better. These black players were changing the game and they were making it so exciting. Wilt Chamberlain, Oscar Robertson, everybody knew who these guys were. A lot of coaches wanted them. But for the next tier of players down, black guys who were merely excellent basketball players, nobody wanted them. George Ireland was losing, teams weren't very good, and it's time to change. He just wanted to win and he didn't care who you were. That was a new documentary called The Loyola Project. It's premiering tonight on CBS Sports Network. It gives a play-by-play of the 1963 season, the team's struggles, and, of course, their historic successes. So joining us now is director of the documentary, Patrick Creedon. Hey, Patrick, welcome to Reset. Hi, Sasha. Thanks for having me. And current Loyola Ramblers co-captain, Lucas Williamson. He narrates the documentary. Hi, Lucas. Welcome. Hey, how you doing? Thanks for having me. Patrick, let's start with you. Give us a little background on the Ramblers and, and what was so special about that 1963 season. Well, my wife and I grew up in Chicago, and we were surprised to have never heard about that story growing up in the city. Um, it happened just kind of before our time. And it wasn't until the 2018 Final Four run that uh, Lucas and his teammates did um, that historic Cinderella run where the 1963 Ramblers really kind of came back. Um, people started to hear their story again. And that was when we were approached about making a film about them and really revisiting the story. It's, it's a great sports story, but there's a heck of a lot more to it than that. Uh, it's really the story of these guys off the court that is at the heart of our story. Such a big piece of, of Chicago history, yet you hadn't heard of it. What do you think that was, Patrick? I mean, I was born in 1967, and this happened in 1963. Well, there's, so there's was, one uh, point, yeah. Was, yeah, <laughs> so it was a little before my time. Um, but, you know, I think it's a great question, Sasha. I think a big reason was there weren't any superstars on their team. That, that was a big part of it. You know, Will Chamberlain was of, of the same era. Oscar Robertson was of the same era. But the Loyola Ramblers were five people, they were five starters who played almost every minute of every game. And they're not, they're not real well known as individuals. And I think that, that may have had a big, uh, a big, it was a big reason why their story didn't break out the way some stories at the same time did. Mm-hmm. Lucas, let's bring you in here. You narrated the documentary. Tell us about your connection to the Ramblers and you, when your journey with this team began. Yeah, I mean, I first, like similarly to Patrick, I didn't know anything about this story until I got here at Loyola. Um, And I didn't know that I was going to be narrating this film until Patrick actually came up to me and said that, hey, you actually have a lot in common with a lot of the guys that are in this story. For example, uh, Jerry Harkness, he grew up playing at the YMCA. I grew up playing at the YMCA. Jack Egan is from Chicago. Um, I'm a current member of a Loyola basketball team. So it kind of just, you know, made sense for, for me to have perspective and tell their story. Um, and yeah, I mean, this story is just a story that should be told and should be known, um, especially for young black kids in the city of Chicago. What was it like for you to not just be able to watch the documentary like the rest of us, but to actually work on it and, and be 
the voice and, and help share this history. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it definitely was an experience. I definitely had a lot of fun working with Patrick and his team and, and getting to see, like, the behind-the-scenes of, uh, of movie magic. Um, but more importantly, I got to know the story a little bit more intimately. I got to know the, uh, like, the more details and just got to know the 63 guys in, in a different light than what I had already known. Mm-hmm. Patrick, when you think about what exactly drew you to this story why did you then want to create a documentary on the team mm. you know one thing sasha if i may i just want to also point out that lucas lucas is also one of the co-writers of the film um he came on originally as a narrator and he had wow. he had a perspective that i didn't have frankly and that none of our teammates have i mean i have a decent jump shot it's not bad. I'm not an elite athlete. Yeah, me you know, too. And I'm not the captain of the, Lo- of the Loyola <laughs> basketball team. But, but, you know, in all seriousness, I'm also not a young man of color. And Lucas is. And so Lucas's perspective as an athlete and Lucas's perspective as a young man of color, those were blind spots that our team had um, when we were making the film. And we knew that. And we knew that that would be a problem. So bringing him in to actually help us tell the story and actually help us write the story was, I think that was the best decision we made. You know, I can sit here 60 years later and I can have opinions about the coach and what he did and some of the choices that he made, but I'm not an athlete, you know, and I I don't play at the college level. Lucas can, he can weigh in in a way that we can't. And it, it just makes the movie better. It's, you know, we made the film and we pieced it together, so mm-hmm. to speak. Lucas is the storyteller. It's not just his voice, it's his perspective. And I think that's a really important distinction. That's incredible, Lucas. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I definitely, definitely just, you know, try to, first of all, I mean, this story just has, holds a certain, like, place in my heart, um, you know, just being a part of this history, just wearing the same jersey as these guys. And I just kind of just hope that I just made their story, um, just put like a, a bright spot on their story. Um, I just try to tell it the, in the best way that I possibly could. I hope that I just told their story justice because at the end of the day, um, like I said, it's a story that should be known. Um, and it's a story that, that should be, you know, talked about. And, and as a, uh, it should be used as a, spring point for discussion yeah you're listening to reset i'm sasha ann simons and we are talking with basketball player and narrator lucas williamson as well as director patrick creeden about a documentary that's called the loyola project it airs tonight on cbs sports network and the film highlights the loyola university chicago ramblers historic 1963 basketball season as well as the racial barriers that the team broke at the height of the civil rights movement Patrick, I want to dig a little bit more into that and into what was happening in the backdrop in the early 1960s. Can you explain well, more oh of gosh, the, the challenges that the team was up against? Could you repeat the last part one more time, Sasha? Just talk to us about the challenges that the, the Ramblers were up against in that time, in that era. What did you learn? Yeah, well, you know, Lucas actually, this is one of the parts of the story that Lucas weighed in on really heavily. Um, there was a trip that they took down to Houston. Um, there was another trip they took to New Orleans. So they, they did travel down south um, during their historic season. 
and they really faced uh, some tough crowds. Um, and it went beyond name-calling. It was people who spit at them, who threw things at them. There was actually one game in Houston where uh, one of the players thought that they were actually getting shot at. I mean, they were, they were afraid that they might not get out of the arena alive wow. is how bad it was for them. Um, what is so heartbreaking to me is that it wasn't just life on the road that was hard for them. It was life back in Chicago. There was a barbershop across the street from campus where none of the black players could get their hair cut. Um, they, would, they, would, they would go to dances at the school, and they were expected to be there as the team, but the black players were not allowed to dance with the white girls. I mean, this was happening. This wasn't 1863. This was 1963. I think that's the most mind-boggling part is that it really wasn't that long ago. And the thing is, and this is where Lucas's voice and his perspective is really one of the real powerful moments in the movie. It's like, you know, you kind of expect them to have a hard time when they're on the road um, because it was the early 1960s and the civil rights movement was exploding all around the country. It was a battle yeah. going on. It's still going on today. So you sort of expect that to happen on the road trips, but for it to happen at home, you know, mm-hmm. on their own campus, um, it uh, it's very disturbing. And there were there were times when we'd be making the movie. You know, we we shut our offices and let's see, March twelfth, twenty twenty, we shut down our production office. We never reopened it. We all worked remotely. So there were a lot of nights I'd be up late at night working on the film by myself. And there was one scene in particular where Ron Miller from the 63 team talked about what it feels like to be discriminated against. He said, you, you don't exist. You know, you're invisible. You don't exist. And there were many times when I found myself crying. I, 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 my tears would well up in my eyes. It's so sad Mm. to me what they went through and lots of people know that they won a championship and lots of people know about their coach and what they did i don't think the story of the guys and what they went through has really been told in this way there was a wonderful book by an author named mike lenahan he wrote a book called ramblers and that that did a lot of there was a lot of good research in that book and and mike was really helpful as we made it But for the most part, the story of those five individuals is really unknown until now. Well, uh, let's fast forward to today, Lucas, where, you know, the Ramblers are having an amazing season so far. Congratulations on your big win yesterday. Thank you. Thank you. How how are you? How is the team dynamics today? How would you describe it? Um, I mean, team dynamics today, I mean, is... As, bad, as as good as it's ever been in my time here. I mean, guys hang out with each other off the court. Guys generally like being around each other. Um, locker room is, is is as tight as it's ever been, um, and I think you can see that in our in our in our play out there on the court. Well, uh, I want to go to one of the more lighthearted moments in the in the film. Uh, you've probably studied the film from that game in 1963, but there is speculation that Ron Miller traveled on that last fast break. So I want to hear a little bit of what the players had to say about it. Well, (laughs) 
in, in my experience, uh, I mean, that travel call would have been like ticky-tack, like, you know, like the refs aren't going to want to call. They're not calling that in a championship or right. in a, in a high-level championship game. They're not calling that. Um, the refs don't want to, to be the deciding factor of whether a team wins or loses. I mean, they're just letting the kids play, which right. I think is the best way to go. Um, I mean, you can argue whether you travel or not. I mean, that's a, that's a, that's definitely one of the more fun parts of the film. For sure. Well, it is a great watch. The Loyola Project premieres tonight on CBS Sports Network at 8 o'clock Central. We've been speaking with Ramblers co-captain Lucas Williamson and director Patrick Creedon. Thank you so much for joining us today. That's it for Reset. Tomorrow on the show, we're going to dig into what is going on with masking in Illinois schools. Huge story today, so we've got to take it into tomorrow. After the downstate judge halted uh, a school mask mandate on Friday, some districts in our area, they are going mask optional. While many other districts like Chicago Public Schools are still requiring masks. So we're going to bring you the latest on that and we'll take your calls too. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Thank you so much for listening and have yourselves a great day. We'll meet again tomorrow. Thanks for listening. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. We've got more for you on the podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen.